You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Excellent, guys. Welcome to the show. Tonight's episode of Razor Riffs is brought to you by thestandupmagazine.net. You can download your copy of thestandupmagazine.net by going to www.thestandup.net. And you could download this uh, month's issue with Theo Vaughn. Enter your email address, and in the email address, write code word RAZA, and they'll put you in for a drawing for a weekend in Vegas. Also, this episode is partly sponsored by Raccoon TV, where you could go on the, the Facebook and go on their like page at Facebook Raccoon TV and hit like. Back to the show, guys. How's it going, Helen Lee? How's it going, Keith Razor? Hmm? Okay, talk a little louder. Is How's it... it going, Keith Razor? Yeah, talk louder. How's it going, Keith Razor? How's it... I'll just turn all. I'll just turn both the mics on. Okay. Uh, I... Thank you. Dude. Thank you. I fe- yeah, I hear that better. Huh? Are we good? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Are we live? Are we... So, uh, <laughs> folks, uh, tonight's guest is the great uh, Maz Jabroni. Mm. Is it is it Jabroni or Jabroni? The way it was pronounced uh, that I heard was Jabroni. Jabroni. Maz Jabroni. Uh, Mount Maz Jabroni. And he's going to be calling in. Uh, the thing is, I'm, he emailed me earlier today, said that he had to be done uh, uh, 15 minutes early. And I, I misread that email, so we're, we got to kill you know, half well, hour. At least it wasn't 45 minutes early. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for those who don't know about Maz Jabroni, Jabroni. Is it Jabroni or Jabroni? Jabroni. Jabroni. Maz Jabroni. Uh, he's a very funny comedian. He's also uh, done acting. You know that thing that you do? Acting? Yeah, we try to. <laughs> he's been in movies uh, like 13 Going on 30, yeah. Friday After Next, and he has yeah. a new movie, which is called Jimmy Vestwood. That came out around April of this year. Yeah. yeah. But that that's his movie that he wrote and uh, produced. Jimmy, right? Jimmy Vestwood. American it's, hero. It's called J- Jimmy Vestwood. Yes, I thought it was Vest Vest Vestwood. I think that's a V you're looking at. You're, yeah, you're changing it into a W. Well, you wrote W. No, no, that's a V. Oh, okay. Well, it's Jimmy Vestwood. You don't have your glasses on. I don't have my glasses. I, I forgot my glasses. So I haven't seen the movie. Have you seen the movie? Uh, I haven't yet, but I'm sure going to see it after we are guest, and uh, you know. Yeah, John Hurt is in it. I know that. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I forgot that, and uh, I guess uh, Miles will tell us about his experiences with John Hurt. Yeah. Great actor. Great actor. Um, we saw Maz at the comedy store a couple of weeks ago. Do you remember that? Yes, we did. And he it, killed it. Funny guy. Yeah. Funny guy. Very funny. And he's uh, at his. Uh, son's soccer practice right now according to his email and he said that he's going to call during uh, the soccer practice which is very nice of him because you know a lot of dads like to watch their sons play soccer yeah no I think you know he's a family guy he's a real sweetheart of a man and uh, you know I'm so happy to have him on I I guess uh, he could tell us about soccer You've never played soccer, Illinois? No, I said he, he's g- telling us about his son playing soccer. No, yeah. I haven't played soccer. Did you know? T- I haven't. Did you know today was National Joke Day? 
No, I did not. Yeah, everyone on oh, Twitter is posting like national jokes about. Uh, oh, and like everyone like posts all these jokes and stuff. So I've been posting jokes. Did you put one up? I did. Oh. I I didn't put one that I wrote. I put one that other people wrote. Well, it's because na- it's National Joke Day. You don't want to put on your own joke. Oh, I thought you had to put your own on. Yeah. Well, so no. You find any joke that you like. Yeah, like a real joke. Okay. Like, like a Mitch Hedberg joke mm, or something. You know that's very I mean? good. Like uh. What what joke did I put? I don't remember. I put a I put a Kirk Fox joke on yeah. where uh, um, where uh, if I married Megan Fox, I want to change my name my last name. Oh, how cute! That's funny because his Megan last name's Fox. 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 And then Kirk Fox. Kirk Fox. Yeah, that's clever. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So National like Joke Day, and Ralphie May was tweeting uh, Mitch Hedberg jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was. You don't have a Twitter. You used to have a Twitter, but you know what? I'm rebooting that because um, I didn't. I didn't. What I, was your the, Twitter uh, name? Bruce. No, it was. Uh, it was Alan, Alan Lee Comedy. Com- yeah, and it was. Yeah, but there was also not Bruce Lee. Bruce. I, I know it's. It just confused the hell out of me, and so I'm going to have a new one. Uh, do those just expire by through non-use? No, they're on there forever. I have no idea. I don't it's know. Not, you mean, know what's weird about Twitter is a lot of people have. Fi- uh, there's a lot of fake spam accounts, so I'm sure they do expire. They have because, to because people tweet me who I don't even know. Yeah, and then they come back and retweet me like months later. So I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, I'm sure everyone gets. I think they're called trolls. Twitter, oh, Twitter yeah. trolls. Exactly. Not exactly. spam. Twitter Tr- trolls. trolls. Yeah. Interesting. So a little research on that. On the trolls. Yeah, and the whole Twitter ex- expiration. I'm getting in a new account, and I'll announce it here, and you'll get it, and everybody will be following and not following and yeah. all of that. Following is cool. I uh, just went through my list of unfollowing people. Oh. So at 7.05, Moz is, suppro- is supposed to call any second. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Uh, oh, I, he's calling. He's calling. Oh, here we go. All right, ready? Hello? Moz? Uh, we just got a call. Should we call him back? Okay, we'll try calling. I, I, you are on the board there. I mean, <laughs> you know how to do this, right? He just answer. Um, uh, and I think their problem with recording device. What does that mean? You know, um, we might need to call someone. Can you get Ronan? Just a moment, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We were having a little technical break here. So uh, don't leave us. No, I'll try calling him one more time. Is it ringing? No. There's no call. Hmm. Yeah, can you go get him? Oh, thank you. So he tried to call in, and then it hung up on him, and then we tried to call him back. Help is on the way. This is Ronan, the engineer. Engineer, Ronan. <laughs> There's a comic book called Ronan by. Uh, mm. uh, Skype is not responding. <laughs> Excellent. This is awkward. Silence is golden, except uh, in radio. So, Ronan, how is your day, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's been good. 
It was uh, bring your daughter to school to uh, to work today because she haven't you know didn't start school uh, today. He's calling me right now. Hey, hey, Maz, the radio just went up. We're gonna call you right now. All right, bye. Awesome. Thanks, Ron. All right. We got the Technos. Wait, is it, it's ringing. Right, problem with recording device. What does that mean? Wait, I could put my iPhone on it? Oh, he, see, he's calling right now. Should I answer? Hey, Maz, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I finally got through. How you doing? Oh, good, Thank you, Ronan. Sorry about that. The, when you called, the radio the Skype thing wasn't connected, I guess. I don't know. But Yeah, it was interesting. It was, yeah, it wasn't connecting somehow. <laughs> yeah, we tried to call you back. and I so, think it was terrorist activities. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> How you guys doing? You good? Good. We're, we're doing good, So man. glad to have you on. Uh, I was I was reading your email and I misread it. You have to leave in 20 minutes because your kid's playing soccer. What position does he play? Yeah, it's 7:30. Well, he's uh, you know he's only eight, so he was playing midfield. uh, But they're but they're kind of still learning as they go. It's not. uh, It's actually pretty. They're pretty serious about it. It's a club team. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, you see them getting better, so it's good. Yeah, I played soccer when I was that age. I, I wasn't good at soccer though. So. Oh, there. <laughs> like, and the ball would always like hit the goal. You know, I'd I'd be like just standing there. I, I wasn't a very good sports guy. That's did, funny. Did you play sports? Yeah, I played soccer. I played soccer growing up. Yeah. Were you Were you good? Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty good. I was a good player. Okay. I was a good player, and uh, yeah, I was I was always pretty athletic. Yeah. That's great. I. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, do you guys want to uh, get started? Yeah, oh, we're, sure, we're going to sure. get started. We, 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 just, thought, we thought we had, we were getting started. <laughs> we, we just talked. Oh, we already st- were started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is very uh, loose, very loose, Maz. You can yeah. just take off and, you know, say anything you wish. That's how we run this thing. Well, we, oh, cool. I, I know time limit's hard, but we have a couple of Twitter questions that we should probably just uh, start getting to this if you want to do that. Sure, go for it. Um, Tell us about the Access of Evil comedy tour. Is it still going to go on? No, man. That was the last time we did that was two thousand and seven. Um, so it hasn't. We haven't done it in nine years. Um, that was a tour that we did with me, Ahmed Ahmed, Aaron Cater, Dino Bidala. It was four guys with all of us Middle Eastern backgrounds, mm-hmm. and uh, it had actually originally started with Mitzi Shore, who's the owner of the comedy store. Uh, in the year two thousand, oh. she was watching. She was watching uh, the news, and she's Jewish, and she saw that there was the latest uprising with, uh, with the Palestinians and the Israelis, and so she said, I feel like there's going to be a need for a positive voice for Middle Eastern people wow. in America in the near future. This is before September 11th. Yeah. So she put us together back then, and she called it the Arabian Nights, <laughs> and, um, and that's what we toured as for a little bit, and then eventually in 2005, we changed the name to Access of Evil, <laughs> and it became a special on Comedy Central uh, by 2007, uh, and then we toured a little bit with it, ended up going to the Middle East and doing some shows, uh, but then that was it. End of 2007, we just uh, we stopped doing it together, and uh, we all kind of went our own ways. Yeah. 
but, but did you enjoy like going on tour with your buddies and stuff i mean that that's what i think yeah is that fun. was fun yeah definitely that was really fun you know it's always good when you're on tour you want to have people that you can hang out with and that was a group of guys that uh we we were able to hang out with and uh and it was fun it was definitely a fun thing it definitely helped all of us kind of um make a name for ourselves that comedy central special helped us a lot and also people took a lot of our clips and they put it online um uh, so YouTube was just really starting to take off around then, and that's when I think it really helped us uh, become known as who we are. And so it was a, it was a big, big uh, thing for all of us. Yeah. And then you just had a movie release called Jimmy Vestwood, uh, which you wrote. Yeah, so I co-wrote, co-produced, and then starred as this character named Jimmy Vestwood. It's... Um, called Jimmy Vestwood, American Hero. And uh, it, I describe it as the Persian Pink Panther meets Borat. Um, <laughs> I'd always been a big fan of the Pink Panther with Peter Sellers. Uh, the, the oh, old yeah, Pink me Panther. too. They're, 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 and, uh, and I wanted to do a movie that was kind of slapsticky and silly. And I also wanted to do a movie where the guy who saves the day happens to be of Middle Eastern descent because we just don't have that in American movies. Yeah. Um, so in this movie, the guy who's the hero of the film uh, is an Iranian guy um, and uh, like I said, it's a silly comedy. We got into the Austin Film Festival a couple of years ago uh, and won a couple of awards for best comedy on um, uh, by the audience and best comedy by jury. So we got two awards there. And then we basically self-released it this year uh, in uh, limited release. And then it'll come out on Showtime uh, as well as uh, uh, digitally and um, actually digitally it's, it's like iTunes and all those things starting in October and it's showtime end of the year so you know it's got a life of, life of its own yeah. and uh, it was it was a good thing to do uh, I always tell people you gotta create your own opportunity yes. just keep creating keep writing um, and uh, and it was fun it was, but it was it was a challenge though it ain't, it ain't easy you know especially making an independent movie in these days uh, the age of all these big blockbusters and you're competing against you know your Captain Americas and all this stuff yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's kind of a tough place to be but, but we did it uh, now uh, you filmed the movie two years ago right? yeah we made the movie I believe let me think about it we made the movie end of uh, we, we did 18 day shoot uh, end of 2013 uh -huh. uh, then we edited it and uh, did some um, focus grouping in the sort in 2014 did the festival in 2014 uh, and then um, we kind of got stuck in a little bit of a rut because we were looking for a distributor and we, we had a, um, a foreign sales agent who was going to help us find one and that just kind of took most of 2015 it just slowed us down unfortunately yeah. um, and so that's what I say like when you're when you're independent film there's a lot uh, a lot of uh, pitfalls so it slowed us down and it wasn't until earlier this year when we said you know what we're not, we're, we're not going to wait for anybody we're just going to go ahead and do it ourselves and that's what we did alright yeah and then uh, yeah. and then uh, well you wrote you co-wrote it how long did it take you to co-write co it like did you guys write <laughs> you know me and my writing partner we were writing for like almost I don't know almost like 10 years or so and, wow. and then we you know we weren't commissioned to write it by anybody so we just kept meeting together writing uh, there was several different iterations of it um, uh, as we uh, as we um, as we kept writing, kept finding a few people that were that said they may invest in it and ended up not investing in it. Um, and so it, uh, it 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 was just a lot of on and off. And then finally, 
the version that we filmed was really like it changed a lot from what we had until the like the, the six months before we filmed it, it it changed a lot like we we uh we got together and, and added some other story plot lines and stuff and again i say like if you're especially if you're making an independent film it's not done till you've till you've locked it yeah uh till you've shot it and edited it so the beauty of that was like you know i had friends working you know acting with us and some of the stuff so it was beautiful to be able to tell them hey just uh go ahead and uh um whatchamacallit go ahead and uh improvise some scenes and, you know we already had it. like we, we, we would get we would get it the way we wanted it and then we would we would have fun with it so there was a lot of that going on on set yeah well what, what was it like working with john hurd i mean yeah that was cool man john hurd was cool you know he's uh he's he's been around for a long time guy is uh uh you know he's a uh um well-known actor and he was kind of a we we needed somebody to play that part the Basically, it was like we were basing it on Dick Cheney. Yeah. Uh, and he did a really good job with it, man. He came in and, and, and played the bad guy well for us. Um, so it was, it was a good get for us. Yeah. I, I could hear the kids uh, playing soccer. <laughs> What's that? I said, you I hear the kids playing soccer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're right there. They're playing. <laughs> yeah. They're screaming and running around. But. Um, so, which one do you enjoy doing more? Doing the stand up comedy or making movies? You know, it's all got. I enjoy it all, and 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 for different things. You know, the beauty of stand up is that you get uh, immediate uh, satisfaction, you get immediate um, reaction, and also you don't. You, you there's not. I, I don't feel um, like I felt like doing the movie. It was like once it's locked, you can't really change it. So I kind of felt like there were times when you'd be watching the movie in a theater with an audience and you'd be like oh I would have changed that I would have changed that and sometimes it makes you just feel like you know it causes a little bit of anxiety because you're like oh man they're judging me on on this movie and there's nothing I can do about it whereas in stand up you know you get up you know I get up seven eight times a week if I have a bad set I'm up again the next the same night usually yeah. uh, and, and if the set's not going well I can always uh, uh, you know do crowd work or change my material or whatever so that was the big difference was just learning that with a movie it's kind of final and there's yeah. nothing you can do at a certain point so I, ac- um, I actually saw you at yeah. the comedy store a few weeks ago and you were excellent at crowd work and I just really admire uh, crowd work oh thanks commun- man yeah. yeah I think I think just doing it you know I've been at the store now for so, so like what is it, 16 like 16 years maybe oh. 17 years and uh and I and I learned early on. Part of it was just being able to get up uh, late at night in front of four or five people, um, and you know that was early on when I first started. They give me the late late spot, so I'd be up in front of four or five people, and I realized that you can't just do your set all the time. You got to talk to them. So yeah. I started doing that. And now in my shows, I tend to talk to people if, uh, if I feel like it, and, and I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, you're excellent at it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, what comics did really inspired you growing up? I know you've said Eddie Murphy did, but are there any other ones? Yeah, well, Eddie Murphy was, when I was a kid, I was like 10 years old or so. He was one of the first guys I saw that made me want to do this in the first place. But uh-huh. uh, once I started doing stand-up, I think I started listening more to like Richard Pryor, uh, Carl, and some of these guys. Um, I just like the fact that Pryor also does social commentary. Mm-hmm. And I love it if I'm able to talk a little bit about some political stuff in my act. I, it's, uh, it, to me, it's, a, it's a, a bonus to the joke. So if I can do that, I do that. And uh, 
so yeah, Pryor, Carlin, um, even Cosby, um, and and I was just a big fan of comedy. I mean, that's why I got into stand-up comedy. I was a big fan of comedy. I would watch as much as I could. I have I have the ticket stub from 1987 when I saw Eddie Murphy live at the Oakland Coliseum. I have the wow. ticket stub from uh, cool. I have the ticket stub from uh, the Fillmore when I saw Sam Kinison performing in San Francisco at the Fillmore. Oh, Kinison, so, yeah, he was great. I've seen a lot of those guys. I remember seeing Don Marrero when I was younger. Oh, wow. Uh, he, he was part of, uh, they did something called uh, Day on the Green in San Francisco. They would play, uh, they would do a comedy show. Don Marrero was there. I think Robin Williams was there. Wow. So I, I was a big fan of all those guys, man. Yeah. Now, did you ever work with any of them besides at the comedy store? Because I know everyone works with everyone at the comedy store, but, like, ever go on a tour with any of these guys? No, I never went on a tour with any of those guys. I mean, you know, obviously Pryor, I think, either passed away. Or he, I think he passed away a little bit after I started, but, um, you know, I never got a chance to work with him, obviously, and, yeah. uh, or Carlin or any of these guys. But uh, I see, you know, that, it's pretty cool to be, like, friends with Don Marrera now, who was somebody who I used to watch yeah. when I was younger, and I, and I hang with them. You know, I'll see him at the store, I'll see him at the factory. Uh, that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, but the other guys I never got a chance to. Even Robin Williams, I was I was really uh, upset, obviously, as everybody was when they heard about it. Um, I, was, uh, I actually went to the same high school as he did, and I... I was hoping that I would run into him one day at uh, at the comedy store or something, but I never got a chance to before he passed away. Yeah, um, Robin Williams story because uh, I have I have a form of autism called Asperger's syndrome, and when I was uh, six or seven, he uh, spoke to our support group. I mean, I never met him, but I saw him. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and he had a form of it too, but it was something he never really admitted. But he talked to all these kids. It was a group of like three or four hundred kids, and I just thought that was really cool. Wow. Yeah, I've only heard good things about him. I have a friend of mine who had some—I don't know if it was a relative who had cancer or what it was—but he um, said like they write, wrote to Ron Williams, and he showed up, and like you know, he was there for them. He's, he seemed like a really good guy. Oh. So, Alan, Lee, do you have any questions for Moz? Well, I, uh, you know, it's interesting, uh, you uh, grew up in Northern California, and uh, I met Allison Eastwood, and, and you know, uh, it was t- Tiburon, is that near Piedmont in Marin County? Piedmont is on the in the is in the East Bay. Ah. Um, Marin County is where Tiburon is is in Marin County. Yes, I, I grew up in Tiburon. Ah. And Marin County is Marin County is north of San Francisco. There you go. Um, and it's across the bridge from um, from the East Bay. So uh, yeah, that's that's where I grew up. Actually, that's that's actually like I was saying. Robin Williams went there. Ah, um, that's right. Greg Barrett. Uh, uh, was went to my high school. Uh, Redwood. Pete Carroll, the the coach for the Seahawks, he went there. A lot of luminaries. Um, yeah, so those are the, those are the people from there. I just thought it was funny with you know with, with your comments about you know Jack Bauer and uh, uh, you know all the macho uh, American heroes, and then you you were near of all people Clint Eastwood in the same section of the country. Uh, yeah, I'm I not sure. He, I think Clint Eastwood was um, was in Carmel or Carmel, something, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, I think so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was a little south a of little where south I was. Of you. Yeah, the fates. Yeah. <laughs> now, now Maz, uh, can you give advice to like young aspiring stand-up comics? Like, because everyone has a story on how they reach their success, like your story. Listen, man, my my advice is always pretty simple. I just say get on stage as much as you can and write as much as you can. You so, yeah. really, it's just like. You know, like you should get up five, ten times a week. 
Yeah. And you should just keep writing. Like, you know, if you're doing the same material, you know, four or five years later, you want to really look at that and be like, okay, what can I do to come up with some new stuff? Put yourself in uncomfortable positions. You know, when I, when I became a regular at the comedy store, it really helped me grow exponentially because, again, I was in situations that were just, just the, the, the bar was so low because I was like, okay, it's one in the morning, nobody cares. So I, I yeah. felt okay risking and failing, you know, and not getting a laugh at certain times, you know, so really it's, uh, uh, yeah, just, just get up, get up, get up, that's it. I mean, just risk, just go crazy, right? right. Risk, go for it, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, have that's a plan, advice. like, know what you're gonna, you know, write, you know, know what you're gonna talk about, or have ideas that you're gonna talk about, always write, but, 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 you know, it's like anything else, you gotta put in the time, Yeah. Um, it doesn't just come, uh, you know, if you're lazy in comedy, you're not gonna get far. That's tr- that's true because I know you know I'm sure you do too but I know a lot of comics who've done the same the same 45 minutes for 15 years you know so yeah that's not good that's 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 not good because <laughs> I think eventually um, you know the, the audience gets sick of it you get sick of it it becomes stale mm-hmm. yeah. you got to be growing all the time and things change I mean you know you change you yeah. grow so I mean I have material that I used to do when my kids were babies and I can't do those jokes anymore because you know, they're they're older so. I gotta write stuff, you know, that's newer. I gotta write stuff that's uh, that's more contemporary. So, um, you know, like I said, I just uh, I think you just gotta make yourself write, 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 um, and just get up as much as you can. You know, if you're getting up two, three times uh, a night, you know, you're gonna want to change it up. You're gonna want to try something new. Yeah. Um, So you just gotta keep doing. There's times when I've come from a trip and I'm tired but I still get up um, because um, it's just just what I do you know it's like going to the gym you just gotta keep getting up yeah you just gotta keep getting stronger next set Maz did you go to Berkeley and UCLA yeah so I went to Berkeley for undergrad uh, I got my uh, my uh, bachelor's in political science and then I started a PhD program uh, in poli sci at UCLA I was gonna become a professor um, but then I, um, I, uh, uh, that's when I decided to drop out because I always done plays when I was a kid. Uh-huh. So uh, I wanted to do acting and, and comedy um, even before college and in college. But my parents kind of encouraged me not to because they just they come from a an immigrant background from Iran. I was born in Iran myself, and um, and I think a lot of immigrant parents want their kids to be lawyers or doctors or engineers and. That's kind of what my parents were pushing, and that's why I ended up studying poli sci because I thought I was going to become a, uh, a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then while I was uh, in undergrad, I decided, you know what? Instead of a lawyer, I'll just become a uh, I'll just become a um, uh, a poli sci pro- uh, professor. So I thought that would be kind of a good compromise. Like my parents could be proud of me for having a reputable job and. And I could also be in front of people speaking. Um, but then when I got into the PhD program, I realized I really wasn't into it. And that very first year is when I, you know, first semester, whatever, first quarter, I ended up dropping out uh, to then go and pursue uh, acting and comedy. And uh, here I am. Yeah. That's great. Um, you, you have a, how many, you have three stand up specials. Is that right? Yeah, actually, yeah. I have four because four. if you if you count the Actions of Evil, which was four of us, yeah. that was my first one, and then I've got three solos that were so the Actions of Evil was a Comedy Central, and then the other three were Showtime specials. So 
Yeah, well, I've been I've been pretty active with it. I just I keep touring, and because I tour, I keep coming up with, with new stuff. And every couple of years, I look at my act and I go, "Oh wow, I got enough new material to shoot another one." So that's kind of that's great. how that's transpired. Well, this question is: Which one is your favorite special that you shot? I'm not a terrorist, but I've played one on TV. Or I come in peace. Or brown and friendly. You know, um, I don't I don't know. I haven't watched them necessarily uh, but I can give you the critiques that I have myself yeah. for them I would say that uh, I'm not a terrorist but I play one on TV I feel was just ran a little bit long like uh, I have it at one, an hour and 17 uh-huh. and I think I could have probably cut a little more fat out of it um, uh, I Come in Peace was I Come in Peace was a, was was uh, I was really proud of because it was the first one that I uh, produced myself with my uh, manager Ray Mohit. We actually went to Sweden and filmed it, and that was just a great experience to have for us to go out there and just make it happen. And so that was great. And then, and then uh, so I, I I really was was proud of that. And, then, and that's the formula we use actually for I'm not a terrorist, but I play one on TV. I uh, we we produced it again mm-hmm. ourselves, but it was in LA this time. But um, but yeah, I mean, they all have like you know the first one, Brown and Friendly. I felt like you know there was some stuff again that maybe uh, I I could have uh, edged it up a little bit. You know, you, you you're self critical when you watch stuff, but sure. there's also parts where you go, oh yeah, that's, that 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 works. That still works, or or, you, or or people quote you, or or or, or you think about it and you go, oh, that's still good. So you know, there's bits and pieces that I like and bits and pieces that I could pull apart. Yeah. Well, do you, do you I find I, traveling back in you know like when you travel to. Uh, back to Iran, and then you you travel to other countries. Does that does do you do you start to change your point of view? Uh, depending sometimes on the audience. I don't necessarily change my point of view. What I do, what I have learned to do is uh, I've learned to try to come up with some material yeah. uh, about wherever I am. Yeah, uh, yeah, so that's, that's you're, you're you know you're a fish out of water really yeah. in every city you go to. So if you can absorb a little, uh, observe a little bit. Yeah. Um, it will, uh, uh, you know, I think they appreciate it if you start the show with some of your observations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there, I will take them into my act. And I actually I learned that by watching um, uh, Richard Pryor did a special in uh, New Orleans. And I watched him, like, the first four minutes, he was just talking about his week in New Orleans. And, uh, and then he basically had them. Um, at that point, they were um, they were uh, into into what he was saying. And then he was able to take them on his on the journey of his material so I think uh, I try to do that whenever I can um, uh, you know it doesn't always work because sometimes you, you fly in the day of the show so you don't have any material about that place yeah. um, but, uh, but that's, that's usually a good, good way to go I did a small bit locally in Tarzana because you know Tarzana uh-huh. is the name of the city founded by uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs estate Tarzan and I couldn't believe immediately the audience woke up and said, "Oh, uh, Tarzan, Edgar Rice Burroughs, you know, uh, was raised by a gorilla, yeah, yeah. and it was that idea, <laughs> you know, uh, of like like we're talking about. And this is great uh, that you're you're uh, you know uh, sharing this with us. But yeah, the environment, the setting, people love that. Yeah. Maz, we know that you got yeah. we know that you got to go. But I I just have one more question, if I can, because I know you're yes, you. sir. Um, uh, you wrote a book. Are, is there any?" plans on writing another book and did you enjoy writing it you know the writing was an interesting thing writing a book was very different than obviously writing stand-up the way i write stand-up or I writing a movie yeah or writing a movie um but it was a long process uh it probably took a couple of years i would write on weekends and 
at any times I had when I was, uh, you know, touring or I just had a little downtime and, uh, it was, it was a good experience. I, I was, it was, it was, it was basically, uh, the same title as that special. I'm not a terrorist, but I play one on TV yeah. and it's my, uh, autobiography. Try to, I try to tell it in a funny way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think if I wanted to write another book, I'd have to really come up with a concept that I'd want to write about because this was just me writing about me. Yeah. And, uh, Obviously, I'm an expert on me uh, <laughs> because I know me. But uh, I don't know. I have to. I have to really think about. it. I mean, I have yeah. some, some ideas. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get a chance at some point to write like a kids' book or something. I'm okay. not sure. I'll yeah. figure it out. I could see you doing that, writing a kids like a kids series. Yeah, something. I'm down. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> it worked. It worked for J.K. Rowling. It yeah, did. She certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, Maz, thanks so much for the interview, and I want to respect yeah. your time and get I, you out uh, here at 7.30. I really appreciate so. this, uh, Maz. Thanks, and, guys. Uh, I appreciate we'll, uh, that. We'll, All right. Uh, say hello to you when we see you. And we'll talk right, on Twitter, care, pal. Take care. All right. Do well. <laughs> see you. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Bye. All right. That was uh, Maz yeah, Jabroni. What a uh, classy guy, man. Uh, Maz, man, cool dude, cool dude. Yeah, I, I wish I would have read the email because uh, a half hour is just not enough. But we gotta respect our guests' well, time. Well, I, you know I mean, I mean, I don't think uh, you could uh, tell him to leave his kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and say, listen, uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> Talk to put, Keith Razor. Soccer ball down. <laughs> this is Razor riffs. Listen, you know, we're trying. <laughs> We're trying to get get uh, Tommy Morris to call us. Tommy out there? Tommy Morris? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. see, you know, he used to run. Remember how he was at the at the con? I love Tommy. No, yeah. If you're out there, Tommy. Let's call Stephen Briggs, see if he picks up. All right. Stephen, are you out there, dude? Well, I text I him. Stephen. The problem with Stephen is he's a headliner now, so he never answers me. That's what happens when you start to move. Oh, here we go. This is suspense on the Razor Rip show. This, oh, this doesn't mean this doesn't mean it will pick up. We don't, it just we means that's what phone I mean. is it's suspenseful, dude. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Come on, Stephen, pick up, dude. <laughs> pick up, dude. <laughs> As if he could hear me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we got. Did you say Richard Villa? Next online. Oh, oh. message, dude! Oh, it's a damn! I really thought it was Stephen for a moment. Stephen, it's Keith. Uh, We're trying to call you on Razor Rift. Man, we got a we got a whole half hour for you here. We got a whole half hour. So, well, you you missed out, dude. You missed out, pal. You always say, "When are you going to do the podcast?" I call you. Call you not there. Well, how many other people are waiting? Yeah, we got a huge list, man. We got Richard Villa. We got uh, Mike Muratori. We got well, Mike uh, Muratori said he can't do it. He what took. about what about Bill Word? He's my teacher in Orange County. Bill Word? Yeah, you, you know who Bill Word is? You know who he is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, he he was our like mentor. I know Bill Word. Yeah. What? He was. All right, well, Stephen. Uh, all right, uh, later. All right, Steve. We'll <laughs> see you when you get back. So, Mike. Now, how about Mike Muratori? I wonder if we should try Dwyer. Wow. You got his number? I do have Dwyer's number, well, but I don't know. I, I think maybe I should text him. No. Well, you got to ha- No, no. Go ahead and call him. Be be bold. Be Take risks. That's no, I'll be, I'll be scared. Oh, don't. Come on, dude. <laughs> How about... Um, I'm, I'm looking through my phone book right now. I know. We, we kind of know that. I mean, I, Mike uh, Moratori said no. 
How about uh, Fraser Smith? But that guy oh, never answers. How uh, about, uh, Fred Stoller? Why don't you try Fred? That'd be kind of wild. No, nah, he might say, "Why? Why are you calling?" Me? No, Fred. Fred would say, "I'm going." I'm, you know, Fred would say, Fred, "Fred doesn't think highly of me right no, now." No, he does. He does. He just likes to go to Vegas without you. Yeah, I'm just joking. It's a horrible joke, Fred. Yeah, we're just, we're just kidding. You can't talk about my personal problems. No, I'm just saying. You know, he's a loner. That no. has nothing to do with you. Um, um what else? What else? Uh, you want to try Richard Villa? Yeah, yeah. I thought you would. Yeah, we'll try Richard. Oh, sh- wait! Can. I just called Stephen again. Oh no. Damn it. Hang up. I don't know how to hang up. That'd be odd if he answers this time. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Hey, what's up, Steven? Hey, how's it going, man? Oh, Good. man, you know what? <laughs> Guess we what? Were, You're we were, on Razor Wrist yeah. right now, baby. You're a guest, man, because you know what? Oh, nice. How's it going, guys? <laughs> yeah, Good. Steven. You were ju- Lee here. You were just on after Maz Jabroni, yeah, man. Yeah, so you're following Ma- Maz Jabroni. <laughs> so actually... That's how it usually is. I usually follow him. Yeah, no, he opened for you on our show. So you're actually headlining. In a way, it worked out. Stephen Stephen Briggs is headlining the show, and Maz Jabrani opened up for you. Is that wild? Yeah. So, Stephen, Stephen, what happened is uh, Maz emails me and says that he has to uh, leave by 7.30 because his son's playing soccer. And you know how I misread shit all the time. You know what I mean? Well, not all the time. Well, I do it all the time. Most of the time. <laughs> so I thought the email yeah. said, call me at 7.30. Wow. So I was like, oh. oh wow. Yeah, so how you doing, baby? Oh, no, he, he was awesome, man. Oh, he's great. He, we, he's a great guest. We interviewed him for about 25 minutes, yeah. man. He, well, it was almost 30. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, he had to take his son home. That's so crazy, because that that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to watch my son play soccer. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so cool. A double a double soccer that's deal. So, I wonder, I wonder if my, my kid's playing against his kid. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's funny? At this time, at 7.30, these games go to 8 o'clock. They do, yeah. Is he a goalie? I mean, my, I think, my, is my kid a goalie? No, no, no. I mean, like, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he's a goalie. He's a goalie, but not because he's good at it. It's because he's lazy. <laughs> he doesn't want to run, run up and down the field. Oh. And a goalie's the only position that you can stand there and and pull snacks out of your pocket and start eating it. Oh, that's so cute. Steven, I, I I have a question, man. What was, uh, did you already go on the road with a uh, Jerry Bednop? Or was that? Wow. Yeah, I already went on the road with him. He was uh, our guest. Yeah, he was our guest, he and was, he was hilarious. And when I asked him about you, he was like, he was like, yes, funny guy. And then he comes up to me after a show. He's like, who the fuck is Stephen Briggs? Oh, <laughs> what was this? <laughs> what? How long ago was this? This was about a month ago. Uh, well, oh yeah, dude, I went on the road with him a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting um I'm shooting a sketch with him tomorrow. Oh, remember, no, no, he did remember him. No, no, I know, but yeah. Jerry was being funny. He That's, was just being funny. Alan Alan's afraid I oh. hurt your feelings. I'm not I, I, oh, Stephen, you're not hurt my feelings. Steve, you think you're gonna hurt my feelings? Stephen likes know oh, stop it. <laughs> Stephen likes me. Listen. Listen, if, if, if my own mother doesn't know who I am, you think I'm going to care if someone else doesn't know who I am? There you go. See, there you go. See? I told you. S- Steven, uh, I, I think you should tell Alan the Phantom of the Opera story. 
I love that. Tell him the story. It's like a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. You mean behind it? I'm not gonna sing it to him. Alan, if you want to hear it, buy my album on iTunes. I will. I've seen you do it twice. Seamless promotion right there. One of your my favorite bits (laughs) of your of yours. Stephen Stephen has an iTunes album out called uh, Whiskey Dick, and I. Stephen, you know Let's what's plug weird? Plug that whiskey dicks, Stephen Briggs on iTunes. Yeah, you know what's weird, Stephen, is I gave you my what? I gave you my special for free, and you made me purchase your CD. Well, here's the thing. Okay, okay. I, here, let me let me uh, rebuttal that. Here's the thing. My album is produced by a record company, therefore they don't even give it to me for free. See, seriously? Yeah, it's, he's a businessman. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. They they don't even give yeah, you, they don't even give you free copies for free. No, no free copies. Wow. So therefore, if I can't get it for free, I can't give it to anyone no, else for free. No. They, yeah. have, they have production costs. You know, there's like a you know each one costs X amount of. Yeah, you know. I, I've been trying to get my I've been trying to do an album with the guy who did his album, but now that I know I won't get them for free, it makes me question if yeah. I want that. Life is not free. But did, but it was a good experience because the album was hilarious. It was Dude, yes. Oh, you you listened to it and you liked it? Of course I did. I told you I would. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah but the sound engineer, the guy who did all the sound engineer, he uh he has um what do you call that when you win an an award in music? The um, a Grammy? Yeah, the Grammy. It's a Grammy. He has a Grammy. Yeah. Wow. For doing Macklemore, he did Macklemore's first album. Wow. He did whose first that? album? Wait, wait, wait. Macklemore, the rapper. Oh, he the did rap- his first album. So I was like, my mind was—I was kind of blown away that the sound guy doing my album has a has a Grammy. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was like, that's very cool. So I was like, at least I know he's good at his job. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I mean, so when you filmed it, did you have any openers, or did you just go up and do it? No, no, there was some local people that kind of like did some stuff in the beginning. They like told a few jokes, and then. Then I went up there and just did whatever I wanted. Yeah, for like an hour. That's great for an, for an hour. Did you did you do the? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then they cut it down. Oh, yeah, they cut it down. Yeah, because I was improv too a lot, so they cut out like all the improv I did. Oh. So, well, what was your favorite improv thing you did that they got cut out? Like, did um, I did this part that was it, it specifically only works for when you're recording an album, but. I was like, I'm recording an album. This guy's yelling. I'm like, hey, man, I'm recording an album right now. I don't need any features on my tracks. <laughs> That's funny. I thought you were going to gonna like share a Keith Reyes, a Stephen Briggs story on the album or something, like when we went to Vegas. I'm, I'm saving that for the second album. See, saving that for the second there you go. Album. It'll be on, it, it'll be on the when, second album. When you, when you can come open for me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, then I can bring you on stage and we can tell a story together. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cute. You know, I was actually thinking about uh, a story about That's that. That's the only time I'll have a feature on my album. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, do you remember when you and I, uh, and I think Michael Benson was with us, but we went to North California to do that comedy competition, and I was on the second show, you guys were on the first show. and Oh, I remember that. Yeah, Tommy T's. Yeah, it was at Tommy mm-hmm. T's. So my so the the grand prize, Alan Lee, the grand prize was what like was what was it? It was like five thousand dollars or some big shit. Chunk of change, yeah. five grand. No, I don't think so. What was, was it? That high? How much was it? Five thousand. I don't think it was that big of a deal. I don't think it was like a big prize. It was like a, I think it was like a week of work there and like five hundred bucks. 
Oh, uh, well, it was, it was something. It was had to be worth well, it for us to go maybe down. Maybe about fifteen hundred bucks. Maybe it's fifteen. I don't know. I don't think it's five thousand though. Okay, I would have remembered that. But it, it, I would have tried hard. But it was a, it was enough for us to go. Well, that's the point, right? Uh, no, I only went because you guys were going. Yeah, I only went because you said you wanted to go. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is oh, okay. the point is this. So Michael, uh, Michael does the stand up first. Yeah. He bombs. <laughs> and then Steven goes up. He does okay, but he doesn't move on. And then they both turn to me. He's like, you better fucking win. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then... Yeah. It sounds like it was quite a road trip. And then, uh, and then I, I, I didn't win. Oh. But I got I got I got work there. So well, that was kind of a little yeah. You did get work there. I did get work there. There you go. Yeah. So it wasn't completely. Uh, so what are you doing? Are you going sh- back and this again? Yeah, I've gone again. I, I don't. Man? Yeah, I think I went with. Uh, I don't remember who I went with. I think it was Cisco. Do you remember Cisco? Oh yeah, the guy who wrote the song song. No, that was uh, Cisco, the comedian. Oh, I I don't know. I only know Cisco who wrote the thong song. Oh, well, there's a comedian named Cisco. No, something when the beat goes da 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 booty roll baby. That thong 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 thong. You know that that hit summer jam? Yeah, yeah. I love that song, Stephen. I really it's a good song. I really want you to tell the family opera on my podcast. So, will you please do it? But I don't know because I, I, I don't want I don't like to sing unless I have to. Uh, I want I want you to. You want? Why don't you just play the track? There you go. I can't play the track on air. I'm not a. I'm in a I give you permission. I'm in a studio, man. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure you have it downloaded on your phone or something like that. If you have iTunes, you can just play it right off your phone, or you That's can pull true. it up on a computer if you're in a studio That's and just true. play it like that. Bam. Uh, all right. Well, I'll play it. But then, if you're not going to do the family of the opera, you ha- you have to tell us about what happened with your gay roommate, and then we'll call you. We'll get you in in the studio oh, man, you just asked me to do all my bits like <laughs> to, to an audience of two right now no dude we Maybe. got it we got an audience of four four my parents are listening okay oh no no i i i i believe you have listeners but right now it feels like two to me because i'm talking to you two <laughs> did you guys do this to mod did you treat mod like this and tell him to do his bits no, not at all. We we had questions for Moz, so but I don't being, have any questions for you because you're being I know hard you. on Steven, and Steven called here. Would, wouldn't that be even better to have questions for? Because you know me, it'd be easier to ask oh. questions. Oh, you want you want a question? Like, give them those. Like, what made you go into comedy, and or who's your favorite comedians? And in high school, what happened to you that made you become a comedian? Steven, in high school, what happened yeah. to you that made you become a comedian? <laughs> I went to military school. Oh. And I saw way too many penises. <laughs> uh, he went to military school. Did, he, did you go to military school with Rob Jurgensen? Yeah. Yeah. I was. But I went to two military schools. I think he just was at that one. I went to one right before that, too. Oh, and then, uh... Steven did... did yeah, I think he went to college military school as well. Some kind of college military school. So, yeah, he's been to a bunch of military school. But. Steven did a show for the military. Uh, Steven, you're doing the Brea Improv at the end of August? Uh, yeah. How do you know? How do you know that? Uh, Facebook. Mm. I'm... Yeah, I'm supposed to be closing it out, but I'm also doing the mob that day. Uh, the Regent Theater. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to figure out my schedule so I can do both. 
Oh. Because one's in L.A. and one's in Brea. Yeah, wait, where's the, where's where's the, the other one? The region is... Uh, the other one's in L.A. Yeah, that's in Los Oh, Angeles. you'll make it. That's so a Bob, I, I'm, I'm in the, the Moss Storytelling Competition that day. So I'm doing the Grand Slam. Oh. oh, what's what's the Moz storytelling competitions? It's a it's a it's a it's a storytelling uh, show that they have. It's it's on NPR and stuff like that. It's pretty good. It's like people go up there and they tell these stories, uh, long form stories, you know. And so that's what it is. Wow, that's, cool. that's awesome, man. Well, yeah, if, yeah. So if you, if you end up going to Brea, call me and I'll come and hang out with you, man. I'm going to try to make it, for sure. All right, pal. Well, thanks for picking up your phone, and you saved us. You really are so cool. You guys off stage, so it worked out. (laughs) You saved us uh, 13 minutes of awkwardness, and I think I only pissed you off four times. We put Stephen off. No, no, you you pissed me off ten times. (laughs) See? I love you, Stephen Briggs. Yeah, man. Uh, You as well. Thank you, Stephen. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Great guy. Great guy. Wait, did he just tell Stephen Briggs you loved him? Yeah, that's Hollywood. I, I say that to you sometimes, but I get a little weird with you. It's kind of gay. I'm afraid to say <laughs> that to you. <laughs> all right, guys. I try not to say it that often to you, Well, if at all. Uh, give it up one more time for Stephen Briggs for picking up. But uh, yeah. th- this episode was uh, about Moz Jabroni mostly. And uh, you guys, if you want to follow Moz on Twitter, you could follow him at Moz Jabroni. And then on Facebook, he has a fan page. Yes, he does indeed. And then his movie called Jimmy Vestwood is coming out in October. You guys can purchase that. Jimmy he's, Vestwood, American hero. Uh, he's also at a regular at the Comedy Store, and he's doing the Irvine Improv in October. So you guys could purchase tickets to see that. Very um, funny guy. Yeah. One more time for our sponsors, uh, Raccoon TV, which is a like page on Facebook. They and, wh- and that's uh, – could you explain it real quickly? What you do is – what Raccoon TV is is they share jokes and captons and videos and stuff about comedy, strictly comedy. And they and share can, yeah. the Razor Riffs page. So uh, they're – It's semi- a fun site. It's a fun site, man. You can use it. Uh, yeah, and I think Jeremiah friends. Watkins just walked in. We could have asked him to come in earlier. And then, uh, and then our main sponsor tonight was the Stand Up Magazine, and Moz Jabroni was actually on the cover of it. Happens to be and, on the cover. Uh, uh, he was on not this episode, but the last epi- the last issue. And, and that's a great magazine. That's a great for comedians com- and com- people who like to follow comedy. Yeah, and we 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 had to ask him questions about the magazine, but we didn't have time uh with the soccer thing but it's a great magazine if you go to www.thestandup.net and download the the stand-up magazine and enter your email and then in the code word uh, hit raza they'll put you in a drawing to win a free uh, trip to vegas nice that's pretty cool right very cool so do you have anything going on this week or and before we close out uh you know i've got a show the, up uh in the future a while at the uh a theater in Venice that I'm looking forward to uh, doing again, and uh, it's a real hippie, uh, historical hippie theater that I've done work there, and uh, I'll be there in about three weeks. Crap! You know what I just remembered? Uh, we have reviews and roast jokes that I downloaded from the line about yeah. the show. I was going to read them, but my phone's dead, and we're out of time. That would have been perfect because. After Moz, we could have just read the reviews, and then boom. Well, you know, do we, how much time do we have? We don't have any time now. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to do it another time. Save we'll it. We'll have to do it Save another it for time. a rainy day. <laughs> Save it for a rainy day. 
Well, guys, one more time, thank you very much for Maz Rubroni for being our guest tonight. And thank you for Stephen for pulling a nice little uh, surprise, surprise guest in. We love Stephen Briggs. And again, our thanks to uh, our guest, Maz Jabrani. Jabrani. And uh, you can follow him on Facebook and Twitter. And remember, he's performing at the Irvine Improv in October, so purchase tickets to see him. Yeah, man. We also like to give a big shout-out to our producer, uh, Ron Jammin, who Thank you, Ron. produces the show by making YouTube clips and little clips and promotes it. He's a great guy. He also yeah. made a, a Razor Wrist webpage for us. So we're, we're finally catching up. You know, we're finally getting everything we need. And then then the season's done. So by Three, season see? four, everything's going to be... This is great. We're having a blast. Uh. We're having a lot of fun. Uh. Sam just gave me the light, and I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Well, Alan Lee, we love you, pal. And, Dittos, uh, baby. I'm Keith Reza. I will be... I'm somewhere this week. I don't know where, but my phone's dead. But uh, just, you know, tweet me. Oh, I'm headlining the Bray Improv in September, so that's cool. All right, guys. uh, One more time for Maz Jabroni, the stand-up magazine, and Raccoon TV. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Keith Reza, see you guys next week. All right. You're listening to Reza Riffs with Keith Reza and Alan Lee. Right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash Keith Reza. And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith Reza. If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it. And we'll rift with you again soon.